Oh, hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord on my soul. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. We honor you, O oh God, this afternoon. Hallelujah. Lord, you're worthy of glory. Thank you. Thank you, Father. We search for you. In a land oh, where there is no water. Jesus. Hallelujah. Take me away. Take me away. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. I can be with you. Hallelujah. Barabasi and Daraba. Take me away. So I, so I can be, I can be, I can be with you. Take me away, take me away, take me away, into the sky, into the sky. Oh, 
Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the power of your Spirit. Thank you for the authority of your Spirit. Thank you for the ministry of your Word. Thank you for the Spirit of a new day. I honor you, Father. I glorify your name. I bless you, O oh God, this day. Thank you for what you're doing right now, O oh God. Thank you for the authority that you are releasing right now. Thank you for the manifestation of your authority across the nations, across the globe. Thank you, Father, for the wind of your spirit right now that is blowing all across the land. Thank you, Father, for the proclamation of a new day. Thank you, Father, for the wind of a new day, O oh God. We bless your name. I glorify you, O oh God. I thank you, Father, for the power of your spirit, O oh God, that is moving right now. Thank you, Father, that we will never be the same again. Thank you, Father, for the activation of the prophetic. Thank you, Father, for the impartation. Thank you for the revelation. Thank you for the keys of the kingdom. Thank you, yes, for the keys of David. Thank you, Father, for the authority of your kingdom. Thank you for the ministry of the cherubims. Thank you, Father, that we have come, Lord, this day, Father, to once again partake of the manifestation, yes, of that which you call, yes, the bread of heaven. Thank you for the manner of your spirit right now that is feeding us and we are being filled, oh God. Thank you for clothing us once again, oh God with the garment, oh God, of the revelation of this brand new day. Thank you for the portals that are open. Thank you for the wave of your spirit. Thank you for freshness of your word. I bless your name. I honor you, God. And thank you, Father, for all things that prepare. The way is set. This is my third broadcast this day. I thank you, Father, for the revelation of the third day. Thank you, Father, for the, yes, the, re the reality, oh God, of a new day. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you, Father, that we have under, an understanding. We have, yes, the, the, the sense of urgency of that which your spirit is unlocking in this brand new day, oh God. That we are no longer addressing this, oh God, as, 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 as a position, oh God, of the farmer. No, we have, we have engaged, we have entered, we have been clothed, oh God, with a new sense of, yes, that which you are doing in this new season. So I thank you once again that there is a sense of awakening as the spirit of Ezra begin oh God to teach and begin to bring us oh God into the awareness of that which you demand for this new day as you command us to come to the place oh God of the rebuilding of the altar father I thank you that there will be oh God a stirring in the hearts oh God of the nations uh, that there will be a stirring in the heart oh God of this land that there will be a quickening oh God thank you father that yes the scale begins to fall of the eyes of the people thank you Lord that there is an awakening to that which your spirit is demanding and birthing in this new day. Honor your name, O oh God. Glorify your holy name. That is not by might, is not by power. Lord, we stand, O oh God, at the precipice of the times that you have brought us into. We, we, we locate, oh God, the urgency of this day. We come, oh God, into the divine connections and the activations of your spirit, oh God, as you continue to speak and move, oh God, in the, in the reality of your mind for this brand new day. Father, we declare that we position ourselves, oh God. We have come, Lord, as a restorer, oh God, of the broken bridge, of, of, uh, as the restorer of the bond gates, oh God. I thank you for what your spirit is doing. Thank you, Father, for a new garment that you are bringing, oh God, 
God, yes, into the nations. Thank you, Father, that you are reclothing us, oh God, with newness, new identity, new sense of awareness, new sense of connectivity, a new sense, oh God, of readiness. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Father. When you begin to steer our hearts to prophesy, we cannot but to prophesy. When your spirit begins to steer our hearts to make a decree, to make a declaration, to release your voice and your word, oh God, into the atmosphere, oh God, we cannot but to position ourselves and be used as your instrument. So I thank you, oh God, that this afternoon there is a shift in the realm of the spirit that is impacting every realm of human life. I thank you, oh God, yes, as the prophet of the Lord said, by this time tomorrow at the gate of Samaria, I thank you, oh God, that we are activating, yes, your prophetic injunction. We are bringing forth, oh God, your desire and your demand for this brand new day and we're shifting things in the spirit lord that we are not oh god aligning to that which we see in the natural no we position ourselves in the spirit and we begin to declare let the will of god be done let the counsels of god be done for this nation for for, for the nations of the world let this moment of engagement oh god be a time indeed where you are bringing forth the mature you are bringing forth the tellers you're bringing forth yes those who have come to a day yes of sunshine we thank you, oh God, that we have moved away from child childishness, oh God, and every order, oh God, that will limit us, oh God, to the mindset of yesterday. We have been reclothed. We have come, Lord, to the point, to the place where we can speak with, yes, clarity and articulations of the Spirit. I thank you right now that there is a change taking place in the spiritual atmosphere. Thank you for the seed, oh God, of maturity. Thank you for your word, oh God, that is breaking every sense of limitations and barrier. Thank you for the ability to confront oh God yes the high places the Jezebels of our day thank you father that your priests are coming out oh God yes dress once again thank you father yes for the robe of righteousness oh God that you are that you are clothing us with thank you Lord that a new day a new order yes a priest to pattern after the order of Melchizedek are coming out we are yes oh God the, the ones that you have brought forth to represent uh, your intentions uh, and we begin to proclaim and declare right now let the doors be open uh, we declare lift up your heads, O ye gate. Hashem does be lifted up that the King of glory may come here. We proclaim to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west. We say give up. This is the day for the sons and daughters to manifest. This is the day for the sons of God, yes, to come to the fall. This is the day for the seed of righteousness to be birthed. This is the hour. This is the time. Comfort! Comfort. Come forth. Come forth. Salabaya Kalabaya. Come forth. Come forth. Lord, as intercessors, we bring forth a new voice, a new instrument in the earth. Men and women pattern after the order of Zion. Come forth. Apostolic people come forth. Prophetic company come forth. Mature men and women come forth. Spiritual men and women come forth. Men aligning to the patterns of the bride. Yes, come forth. Women aligning to the ministry of the groom come forth. 
We declare comfort wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, begin to come. We proclaim the call of fire from the altar. Yes, it's setting you apart right now. Come forth in the name of Jesus. Let there be in the name of Jesus an undressing and a redressing. Come forth in the name of Jesus. Well equipped, come forth in the name of Jesus. Yes, with the scepter of righteousness. Come forth in the name of Jesus. According to the pattern, according to the order, according to the day of the Lord. Come forth with your eyes blazing with fire. Come forth, yes, in the name of Jesus, with your body clothed with the garments, yes, of the priesthood of God. Come forth as men and women birthed in the ministry of kingship and lordship, in the ministry of, of the priest, yes, and kings. Come forth with a new sense of authority. Come forth. In the spirit of humility, come forth in the dignity of the glory of God. Come forth in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, oh God. It's not a day of death. It's a day of life. It's a day of life. I speak life to every dry dryness. I speak life to every sense of dryness in the name of Jesus. Come forth dryness cease yes let the land begin to yes flourish again let your spirit begin to flourish let there be a flourishing let there be yes a release of new wine new oil in the name of jesus the ministry of the olive the ministry of the vine in the name of jesus come forth i declare let the power of god let the spirit of god let the authority of yahweh begin to guide you come forth with boldness come forth in this in the name of jesus with the spirit of authority Authority. Come forth. Come forth. Let the new begin to bring forth the prophetic intentions of God for your life, for your day. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Yes. Our ministry is to the atmosphere. Our ministry is to it's to the realms. It's to the realms. We engage the clouds. <laughs> when the rain falls, it impacts the earth. Be it rich, be it poor, knowledgeable, ignorant, everyone gets an impact of the rain. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sola Hey. Thank you, Father. Your word, you said, is like a rain. No one can miss the word. No one can, can, can dodge that which you're, you're doing in this brand new day. Lord, I thank you that the clouds are forming again. The cloud of a new day are forming. And the rain of your spirit, yes, is beginning to fall upon the land. We bless your name. Thank you. For news, for new revelation, new insight, new understanding, new sense of positioning. Yes, Father, I thank you. New grounds, oh God, the, the patch land, the dry land. Yes, the barren heights in the name of Jesus. The fallow ground I receive it right now. Fresh, fresh, freshness of the rain of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. That the word of God for this brand new day, that the seed of truth for this brand new day will not, yes, be destroyed. The land will receive the seed and the seed will germinate and bring forth after God's kind. In the name of Jesus, we declare, let there be a formation of the clouds. It's about the rain. Hallelujah. 
All glory to Jesus. Once again, thank you guys. Thank you, friends. Thank you, loved ones, for joining this afternoon. When you see me come this afternoon like this, you know that, uh, well, I'm under a mandate. <laughs> you know, I, I like to take time, you know, in the afternoon just to have a rest and just also catch up with other people on social media and, you know, other things, you know, just to encourage other people also but when you see me like this come to, to you know to broadcast then you know that i'm 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 strongly under prophetic mandate to do that and that's you know uh, uh, what has of course led me this afternoon i just have a sense that the lord will have me all right to continue the teaching that uh, we began this morning of course i i wasn't able to finish you know uh what we began to deal with in terms of you know uh, looking into the principles of the altar and all of that and so I, I just felt the Lord says okay just come and finish that today I thought I would be able to do that tomorrow I guess the, there was there's, there's, there's an urgency in the heart of the father all right regarding this message because we are laying foundations we are laying foundation there is there is I know there's an urgency like I said there's an urgency to want to go out and start building but we cannot build amen without laying the right pattern without putting things in place without putting amen the right structures and values all right and i don't want to claim that i'm the only one of course i can't be the only one you know declaring these things but i i, I believe that one of the mandate that god has given to me as a wise master builder is to lay the right amen apostolic foundation apostles amen are, are, are assigned to build foundation but prophets amen must be able to see into the spirit they must be able to tap into the mind of god they must be able to understand the order all right they must understand the order and they must be the one to show to tell to give amen the blueprint to the apostles so that they can build properly while there are so many out there who want to jump the gun who want to go build who want to you know you know with all the impact of the corona and the economy and you know the church numbers have, have dindled down you know there's no money in the church everything or is all part amen is all part of the process all is well and good we just need to understand what the Lord is doing, amen, and bring back, amen, the pattern. So one of the things that we are believing God for across the land from America to, you know, to, to UK, from UK to China, from China, amen, to, to you know, to Russia, to, to, you know, to France, amen, to Africa here and across the globe. What we are believing God for, that God will raise, amen, prophetic engineers, people that can tap into the spirit, amen, and can receive the divine blueprint for what God god is doing in this brand new day all right and this is why i am saying right now that it is critical it is critical that we don't just run amen as a prophetic voice that this prophetic voice amen must have amen a, you know a sense of divine connection this prophetic voice must have a clear understanding regarding amen what the lord is require requiring for this moment in time that is that which must take place now that is that which amen must speak into the, the the, the present state of the nation amen and that is amen, a prophet that can really bring us to a position where we begin to understand the divine order the divine pattern the divine structure so that amen uh, uh, the, the rest of the ministry can go out and carry out their function you will notice that amen in the concept of of you know prophetic and apostolic engagement you will find somebody like you know like Ezra like you know like Nehemiah or right? when when all 
these people and then find their place and begin to you know fine tune and perfect their work then the ministry of the priesthood was restored you understand so if if we want to run ahead and and start doing things you know some people want to go back and start you know you know preaching the way they used to preach you're going to be making a big mistake or you want to go back and start doing business the way you used to do it you're going to be making a mistake or you want to engage in our relationship the way you used to do it no the bible says and samson did not know that the lord had left him and so he said i will shake myself the way i used to shake myself i will do the way i used to do sorry it's not gonna work god has moved things have changed amen the the the, the, the earth hallelujah the landscape of the earth have shifted amen we need a new order we need somebody who have insight into the ways of god we need men and women who have clarity who have understanding amen regarding the protocols of the spirit and that's why I told you some time ago that, you know, David was a man after God's heart. A man after God's heart. God said, I have found a man whose heart is after me. But even David missed, amen, the pattern of the restoration, earlier of the presence of God, of the ark of God back to the land. To the point that somebody, a priest, lost his life. We don't want casualty in our day. That is the essence of ministry. That is the essence, amen, of why God has placed certain gifts, certain grace in the church. All right? They are there. They have this sense of, you know, you know connectivity and sensitivity to the things of the spirit they know how things must be must be done amen they know how things how the things of god must be carried they know how people must approach the things of god that you don't just begin to offer god some fire and heaven comes down and look at the fire and they define the fire to be a strange fire and that causes causes you a life we don't want that all right I, I, i'm speaking from a position amen of of an insight and understanding that god has given to me so if you ask me i'm a wise master builder we have to build by wisdom wisdom builds a house we cannot presume or neither can we assume amen we don't want to uh, you know engage ourselves in a state where they say okay that is a sin of omission no we don't want to commit the sin of omission neither do we want to commit the sin of commission we want to align we want to understand we want to be able to amen be fully furnished we want to be informed so that our our concept of reformation Hallelujah, will be precise and accurate. Did you hear what I said? We want to be informed by the Spirit. We want to be tutored by the Spirit. Amen. We want to be schooled by the Spirit. Hallelujah. We want to be trained. We want to walk. We want to understand the demand of God, the requirement of God, so that when we say engage, we can engage without looking back. We don't, we don't want no casualty in this brand new day. We don't want no casualty in this season. And that is why, hallelujah, I believe the Lord is speaking to us with this sense of urgency. I know things are quite, you know, quite challenging out there. And, you know, the, 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 the temptation is when things are, you know, <laughs> are terrible. You know, you, you just want to go ahead. You, you, know, you, you, want, you want to do things. You know, that's so. That is soul for you. Saul said, when I waited the first day, I waited the second day, I waited the fourth day, the fifth day, the sixth day, I didn't see you and everybody was living. He said, the whole people were living, including my own child. Everybody's living. He said, so I decided, you know, Saul, King Saul taught that what God is interested in is just the offering. <laughs> Saul assumed that Anybody can offer. Anybody can do the offering. And anybody can build an altar. <laughs> Saul, Saul assumed that anybody amen, can just offer to God a sacrifice. You can just do it. You know? After all, just do the sacrifice. Just do it. <laughs> no, you can't just do it. You can't just pray anyhow. 
You can't just open your mouth and say whatever comes to your mind. You can You cannot. Those days are over. You do things, amen, the way you want to do, you fall down and die. In the day of new beginning, we have to follow protocol. We have to follow order. Our heart, our life must align, amen, to the divine order, to the divine structure, amen. It was Ananias and Sapphira. They showed us that in the beginning of the move of God, amen, that you don't lie, that you don't come with a compromised heart, that you don't come with your own agenda. They came with an offering, but the offering had been compromised. Come on. They came with an offering, but I said the offering was compromised. It was com compromised by their own attitude. The offering, they, 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 their life had compromised what they were. They were bringing something to God. Ananias and Sapphira were bringing something to God. But their hearts had been compromised. So the offering was compromised. Are you getting the point that I'm making? I told you Genesis is a pattern for us. Cain and Abel brought an offering to God. One was accepted, the other was rejected. Because one offered an offering. The second one, amen, the second one offered his heart as the offering. The first one was rejected. Cain was rejected. Abel was accepted. Cain got angry. He became a murderer. Are you getting the pattern? It is my duty to, to show you these things, to highlight these things. So you don't run with zeal. You don't run with hallelujah, glory. You know, people are running with a message. Ah, we, we, are, we, are in, we are in the new Jewish calendar. We are running. Hey, you can run and miss the desires of God. And miss the demand of God. And miss the voice of God in the midst of activity. They missed it. They were all coming with the ark of God, rejoicing. Hallelujah. Finally, God has given us victory. Dancing. I mean, they were coming with, the Bible says, that David got himself a new cat. It's like getting a limousine. Get a limousine. What can be more, what, what can be more honorable? You see, honor must align to protocol. Yeah. Honor must align to protocol. David said, this is the ark, ark of God. This is the ark of God. We've got to get a new cat. I mean, what can be more sweet than that? But they missed it. They missed it because they did not inquire. They missed it because they did not inquire of how, amen, the things of God must be engaged so you understand that if, you, if you've been following me, if you're listening to me, I always seek to follow protocol. What is the pattern? What is the protocol? What is God saying? How does God want us to engage? How do we pray? I mean, I wrote an entire book. It took me 13 years to write this book. Lord, teach us how to pray. That is a pattern. Everybody prays. But not everybody prays aligning to, amen, the heart and the mind of God. People think, amen, prayer is, 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 is an instrument to meet their need. If you have a need, they say, go pray. <laughs> but that's not how Jesus, Jesus said, when you pray, say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. It took prayer to another dimension. And even that prayer, amen, is a pattern of your divine, your spiritual expression. 
So if you don't know, if you don't have somebody, a teaching priest to help you understand, <laughs> you'll be praying, but you'll be praying amiss. He said, but you pray, but your, your prayer, amen, is done for your own selfish gain. Come on. So we have to come to the heel of the Lord. We have to come to the day of God. We have to come to the height in the spirit. We have to come to a point, a place where we can see the things of God the way, hallelujah, he wants it. And this is what I am dealing with in this new day. In this day of divine engagement, I am bringing us again as an Ezra. I am bringing you once again to the place where you can sit down as Mary sat, amen, and, amen, and receive divine instruction so that when she rises up, she will rise up in the position of authority. If you have not sat, you have no ability or capacity or mobility or strength to stand. Your sitting position will define and determine how you're going to stand and how you are going to walk and how you are going to rise up and fly is an order in the things of the spirit we have to recapture all of this we have to understand all of this so that how we how we connect with God, amen, at dawn, amen, on precept upon precept, line upon line, a little here, a little there. God, amen, is a divine engineer. God is a God of protocol. God is a God, amen, of pattern. That is the whole essence of the, of the term apostolic. Apostolic. You cannot talk apostolic if you don't understand divine pattern, if you don't understand divine alignment, if you don't understand divine order, divine program hallelujah the things of god are systemic they're systemic if you don't understand that you will be hitting things and you will be engaging and you'll be missing the point when they ask you to strike the ground you'll be striking it three times and you will stop and the prophet will get angry if they ask you to shoot you'll be shooting a miss come on you have to understand that when we pray we cannot but to pray effectively the bible says it is the effectual the effective fervent prayer it's not enough for your prayer to be to be fervent. It has to be effective. Effective fervent prayer. The two must work together. Effective fervent prayer of the righteous man. It makes three. Amen. It is effective. It is fervent. Amen. And it is what? Prayed by righteous. By the righteous. If you don't understand this protocol. Amen. You can take the Bible and think. Why do you think God gave us teachers? The teachers are there to school us. The fivefold ministry, amen. You got the apostle, you've got the prophet, amen. You, you've got you've got the pastors, you've got the evangelists, you've got the teachers. All of this grace and ministry, they are dimensions of maturation, they are dimensions of divine impartation in our life that makes us amen mature, that brings us to the to the telios, that brings us to a place, amen, of perfection. The Bible says we read that scripture this morning, amen. In Hebrews 7, it says, it says, it says, it says, the Levitical priest could not bring the people to perfection so there's a need for another priesthood the levitical priesthood could not bring the people to to perfection could not bring them to perfection that word perfection amen is 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 it is teleosis teleosis from the same time teleos could not bring them to maturity could not bring them to maturation could not bring them to fruition could not bring them to the place amen where they are no longer children tossed through and fro by every wind of doctrine the, the the priesthood ought to be able to bring us to a place amen where we are no longer children hallelujah where we are no longer directed here and there when we're no longer confused amen where we no longer see the things of god amen and we give it a wrong interpretation they say what do you see he said i see men walking like they have to pray for him again. Hallelujah. He said, I see all things well. 
Are you getting my point, friends? So how we engage this new day, this sacred day, is important. You know, a, a lot of people have, have, have reduced the things of God just to words. Word, okay, it's just talking. Keep talking. <laughs> I'm not just talking. A day is going to come, you're going to see the fruit of the things that I'm saying. People who, 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 who knew me amen, some 30 years ago, they knew amen, where I've been coming from. I've been talking about the things that are coming. So they can, they can testify that, hey, you've been talking about this thing. That's why when the time of Corona came, it, I, it didn't meet me by accident because I've been saying it's going to come. Something is going to come. A wild wind is going to come and it's going to blow a lot of things. Uh, you know, all of these things that we're doing will be exposed. Amen. God will judge and God came and judged. Now we've come out of that judgment. Now I'm showing us again that, hey, there is a pattern of approaching the things of God. And God is saying, if you're going to approach me, you've got to build hallelujah, an altar. If you're going to build, build an altar, you have to be a priest. Nobody just wake up in the morning and decide to build an altar. It is not given to anybody. Building an altar is not for any Tom, Dick, and Harry. You have to be a priest unto God. Or else another fire is going to come down. You're going to see God is still cleaning his house. A lot of people will lose, will lose, will lose their ministry. Will lose their job. <laughs> will lose it. Those who have commercialized the things of God, they will lose it. Because a new order of apostolic men, pattern, amen, after the order of Melchizedek. We looked at that today. They're coming out. A priesthood of Melchizedek, pattern, amen, after the order of righteousness and peace. They're coming. After the order of righteousness, a king priest ministry, they've got authority, they've got they've got capacity. Amen. This is not a weak priesthood. This is a this is a priesthood with governmental authority. And I've showed us, amen, this morning, all right, that the altar connects to what happens at the gate. And you're going to be seeing, I'm going to quickly show you because I know that my, my battery it might, might not be able to take me to a whole full one hour. So I'm going to try as much as possible. By the way, I'm sorry, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, in our second session, all right, of course, you can see that the phone just stopped. All right, that was because my phone was, you know, the battery was completely gone. So I'm, I'm, I, I must extend my apologies. But let's continue. Let's continue. All right. Let's continue. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for what you're already doing. Thank you for your spirit that is already moving. Thank you for the impartation. Thank you for all of the things that is taking place right now. Thank you for the shift in the heart, in the mind of the people. Thank you, Father, for a new divine imprint. Thank you, Father, for the seed of this new day. Thank you for righteousness, oh God. Yes, that is coming for, that is bringing for. Thank you for the spirit of, of, of excellence, the, the spirit of skill. Thank you for the spirit, the ministry of peace and justice and equity. Thank you, Father, for a new order of men and women rising out, coming out, oh God, from this horizon, taking their place, oh God, at, at the altar, oh God, ready to, 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 to stand and to minister before you. I hope you understand that the altar is not just a place of prayer. A lot of things, a lot of prophetic activity, a lot of spiritual in, in, you know, interactions that take place in the building of altar. And that's why you're going to see all right, that the enemy is going to fight. He's going to do everything amen, that he can do amen, to try to stop, to try to malign, to try to hinder, to try amen, to frustrate what the Spirit of God amen, has begun to do in the now. If you look at the natural realm, you might be confused. But if you begin to look into the spirit as I'm inviting you, amen, to focus in the spirit. If you will focus in the spirit, you will realize that God is doing something, amen. And whatever God begins to do in the spirit is only a matter.
matter of time before it makes what? Impact before it makes an inroad before amen it, it reaches the ground. Yes, so don't allow what you are not seeing in the natural now, amen, to bring to bring you to the place of wrong conclusion. You've got to amen align with that which the Lord amen is doing in the spirit. We are spiritual people, hallelujah. And as we move by the spirit and engage by the spirit, amen. We will wait for God. The Bible says Elijah climbed Mount, you know, Mount Camel. And he was engaging on Mount Carmel. There was an altar. He was engaging. He was praying. Amen. The Bible says he sent forth. Amen. His, his apprentice. He said, go watch. <laughs> he said, go watch. He said, sir, there's nothing happening. He said, go again. He said, I see no cloud. He said, go again. Hallelujah. Until the sixth time, he said, hey, something is happening, sir. I see amen, the cloud forming like the hand of a man. <laughs> The hand of a man is the restoration of the fivefold ministry. Don't you understand that? That the hand, the hand, he said, I see a cloud that we don't need a big cloud to form. <laughs> we just need a, we need a cloud that is forming like the hand of a man. Whenever God wants to impact the earth, something must happen in the spirit realm. When they want to judge a man, the land of the land of Babylon, hallelujah. Daniel began to pray. The scripture said that something began to happen. Amen. A stone cut without the human hand, amen, came from the heavens. If there's gonna be a change in the earth, something must happen in the heavens. Oh friends, I feel an urgency in my spirit. If something is ever going to happen in the human realm, in the natural realm, it must, it, must, it must be transported from the realm of the spirit. So if you're focusing in on the natural, if you're focusing on what somebody is saying or what somebody is doing somewhere, you miss, you miss the point, amen. You must focus on, amen, on the spiritual activity taking place within your life, amen, connected to the spiritual, you know, atmosphere. All right. Let's go into the word. We have established that uh, Noah was the Noah was a portal, and he was a priest in his day. Right? He built he built an altar, and everything that happened after that was engineered by the quality of the altar that Noah built. All right? Yes. The first thing Noah did when they came out outside from excuse me when they came out of the out of the ark. The ark was alighted on a place called Mount Ararat, the place of authority. Ararat is the place of authority. The priesthood, amen, carries an authority. All right? The priesthood is governmental. They came out from Ararat, amen. The Bible said that as they came out, amen, the man of God built an altar. That is important. The building of the altar is important. All right? The building of the altar is important. Whenever God wants to move, God engages his people, amen, in the place of the altar. God engages the nation from the position of the altar. Amen. God engages society. Amen. From the altar that is established upon. Amen. From excuse me, from the altar that is established on behalf. Amen. Of the land. That is why we read. Let me take you back to the scripture in First Kings. First Kings eighteen. Oh, hallelujah! Can you feel the impact of the spirit in First Kings eighteen? The Bible says, "Thank you, Father." Where's verse 20? Mm. Oh, hallelujah. 
Thank you, Father. I'm just trying to look for the particular, you know, verse that speaks about, you know, the building of the altar. Okay, let's take it from verse, verse, from verse 30. The Bible says, then, then Elijah, and I'm connecting this, all right, the altar to the position of authority. To the position of authority, all right? The Bible says, then Elijah said to all the people, come near, come near to me, come near to me. They came, amen, to him, and he repaired the altar. He repaired. I like the translation that says he rebuilt the altar. He repaired the altar which has been torn down. Something, someone tore it down. I hope you understand this time around. We're not looking for some physical altar somewhere. We're looking, amen, to a quality of spirituality that connects with God. We're, we're talking about a conditional life of a people, amen, that when, they, when, 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 when you come around them, when you come into their space, amen, their life is an open portal to the things of God. We're not just building some physical altar. We're talking about when a group of people come together, hallelujah, and they begin to amen, seek the face of God and begin to call upon the name of that heaven, heaven comes down. It says, where two or three are gathered in my name towards my, amen, my nature and character. The Bible says God come down and inhabit. He sits, amen. He, he comes and preside over them. Elijah said to the people, come. Come near to me. They came near to him and he repaired the altar. As they come, they were not just coming to watch to look at Elijah. <laughs> he was bringing them into a proximity. He wanted them to see. He wanted them to, to, to learn something. He wants them to understand the concept, amen, of prophetic engineering. He was trying to teach the people. As they came near to him, the Bible says, he repaired the altar of the Lord, which amen, has been torn down by Jezebel. And Elijah took 12 stones, amen, one for each tribe. I told you, altar represent, amen, the activity of God over the nation. Altar represent, amen, the, 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 the move of God, the, 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 the place of the speaking. If God is ever going to, you know, exercise regency and authority, amen, over a realm, he, he, he comes through the altar. If God, amen, will ever, amen, do something in this nation, come on, we have to raise for God, amen, the divine order, the divine pattern, amen. We can't just be building altar anyhow. No, no, no. We have to build that altar according to the precept and the principle of the kingdom of God. If you want God to move, amen, in Franjuk, amen, it's not, it's not about just opening churches here and there. It has to be in accordance to the divine pattern. If you want God to move in the land, in the nation, it has to be, hallelujah, in accordance to divine, amen, you know, uh, uh, engineering. If we want God to move in Africa, we have to, amen, come together and build that which aligns to the desire and the design of God. Build according to the pattern I showed you. It takes a prophetic people to build the right altar. It takes a prophetic people, amen, aligning in agreement with an apostolic people to build because they are the wise master builder. The Bible says he called them as they came near. He repaired the altar of the Lord, which was torn down. Somebody had an authority. Amen. A woman had an authority to dare to tear down the altar of God. Listen to this. You cannot tear the altar, the altar of God down if the priest at the altar had not been compromised.
You cannot tear down the altar of God if the priesthood assigned at the altar had not been compromised. Think about that. You cannot, you cannot spoil. You cannot invade amen, the house. You cannot steal from a house amen, if the guards, if the man of the house is not fast asleep. When men are sleeping, the only, the only reason Jezebel had amen, audacity to tear the altar is because amen, the priest went into slumber. When you are compromised, the altar of God is compromised. Thank you, Father. I need to, I need to, I need to hurry up because I don't want this battery. The, the, the phone is not fully charged. So, so bear with me. Believe God, maybe I should get another phone so we can, you know, do two sessions. Let's, let's, let's go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. The Bible says in verse 31, Elijah took 12 stones, each stone representing each, each, each tribe representing amen each section of the land each section of the nation he took 12 stones he took 12 stones have you noticed amen that the nature of the character hallelujah the, the prophetic program of god for the nation of israel amen at the symbol of the altar that is built I love this. <laughs> the, the altar is not built with another stone that is disengaged, amen, from the prophetic activities of God, amen. The altar that was built was not something that, you know, is speaking to another thing. The altar speak into, amen, God's prophetic program, God, God's economy for the land, for the nation. Did you see that, amen? Each of that, each of that stone represents a tribe, hallelujah. Each of the stone that Elijah, amen, used to rebuild, to repair the altar represent, amen, the nature, the name, the identity, the character, hallelujah, that which God, amen, wants to see manifest in the land of Israel. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? So it's not just building any kind of a thing. You have to know the desire of God, amen, for, for South Africa, for you to be able to build an altar, amen, for, for, for the name of God over South Africa. You must know what God is doing in America for you to build, amen, an altar that can speak, amen, into, amen, the, the, the heart of God for America. You can't just build any kind of altar, hallelujah. You've got to build an altar that aligns to God's divine order, God's divine program, amen, for your life. If you want to build an altar, you have to first have a prophetic prophetic insight to God's counsel for your life. Then you build an altar pattern after that. Build according to the pattern. The pattern speaks, amen, of his prophetic intention. The pattern speaks of his prophetic program. The pattern speaks, amen, of his divine intention, amen, for that location. That's why sometimes our prayers are not answered or our prayers are weak because the altar on which, amen, the prayer is rising to God is not speaking to the prophetic activities of God. The altar is not speaking to the prophetic activities of God. Says about we've been praying, we've been praying. Oh, we've been praying, we've been praying. We're not. Your prayer, your prayer is, is empty. Your prayer is useless because the prayer is not speaking to amen, the prophetic, the, the governmental, the apostolic amen, 
order of God for the land, the altar must be aligning, must be speaking. You see, because the altar is a place of power. The altar is what fuels, amen, our activity. The altar that we have built, amen, is what tells us the kind of leadership we're going to get. The altar that we build, the altar, amen, of course, which speaks of the kind of priesthood we have, amen, is speaking into our activity. That's why people can be praying and be praying and miss. But Elijah built 12, amen, took 12 stones, not bricks, not woods, not straws, 12 stones, one for each of the tribe, amen, for each of the tribes, of the, of the tribe of the descendants of Jacob, to whom the Lord, listen to this, to whom, to whom the word of the Lord, amen, had come, saying, your name shall be Israel. <laughs> His name was first Jacob. When God changed the name, the altar changed. Which, with the verse, verse, verse 32, with the stones, he built an altar in the name. He built an altar in the name of the Lord. Listen to this. Now, this, is what, this will get you excited. This will get you excited. Zalabakayando. <laughs> First Kings 18. Check verse 32. The stones, the stones he built. Listen to this. The stones, the stones he built an altar. Without stones, without stone, he built an altar in the name, in the name of the Lord. Listen to this. In the name of the Lord. And he dug a, 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 a trench around it. He dug, a, he's built the altar and he dug a, a, a trench around it. He dug a trench around it. Enough to hold two seers. Now, seers, amen, is a measure. Is a measure, amen, two seers, two seers of, of seed. You say, what, what, has, what has two seers of seed got to do with the rebuilding of an altar? Because most of when we read this, we don't, we don't connect it. In fact, most people don't see it. But the Lord drew my attention to it this, you know, this, this morning. The Bible says, after he had built an altar, and then he, he, he dug a, a, a drench around the altar, all right, that, that can hold two, two, two seers of seed. Why? Why? Because what Elijah was about to do through the altar was the restoration of the economy of God <laughs> back to the land. Was the restoration. You see, I told you, I told you, I told you, listen to this, I told you. <laughs> the altar speaks, the altar connects, amen, to, to the economy of God. You see, to the degree, to the the authority of the altar that we build will speak to the economy of our life because all of the economy of God flows from the altar. That's why in the place of prayer, amen, prayer is the portal to our expression of, of you know, of, of worship and all of that. But, the, you know, the altar is beyond our prayer. But, but, 
but, but by the time you begin to pray, have you noticed that when you start praying and you're praying in the spirit, you begin to get, you know, you know, clarity. You begin to have understanding. You begin to have creativity. You begin, you know, God starts speaking to you. So all kinds of, all kinds of, it's like your, your mind is just open to the things of the spirit, you know, and that's why it's important that when you're praying, you must have, you must have a pen and a, a pen and a biro, you know, a pen and a, and a paper. All right. If you're like me, whenever I'm praying, I've got my, I've got my device. You see, sometimes when I pray, I just put in my record because uh, at that time you have connected to heaven. When you begin to pray, amen, guess what? It's no longer you praying. The Bible says the spirit will begin to pray through you. When the spirit begins to pray through you, what are you doing? You are prophesying. Hallelujah. You record what you're, what you're saying or you begin to put down because God is speaking to you. He's using your own mouth to speak to you. Come on, prophesy. He's using your own mouth to speak to you. He's using your own, amen, your own, your own faculty, amen, to engage you. Don't you know that you can be your own prophet? You just need to take time enough in the spirit. You just need to key in the spirit. Hallelujah. Just key in the spirit. Just pray and pray. That's why I like to pray in tongues. When you begin to pray in tongues, you see, you are, you are removing all the distractions. You are removing all the burdens. You know, whatever it is around you that is that are distractions, you are removing them. Hallelujah. You begin to you begin to connect to the spirit. You begin to align to the spirit. Before you know it, hallelujah, you are, you are, you are connected. You are in tune with heaven. As you are in tune with heaven, you will notice suddenly, amen, you'll be saying things that are strange. Your mouth will be proclaiming and declaring things, you know. It's like you're going to jump out of your body and say, did I say that? Hallelujah. That's why it's important that you record what you're saying. Because at that point, it's no longer you that is speaking. It is the spirit. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Your life is an expression of the altar. Your life is an expression of God's altar. God is building you. God is empowering you. God wants to do something in your life. But beyond your life, he wants to use you to reestablish, to rebuild his intention for the nations. And we have to understand the protocols of the spirit. And that is what I'm trying to bring so that we can have this understanding. All right. I don't want us to get, you know, distracted and get carried away. All right? So Elijah built with the stones. He dug a, 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 you know, a drench around it large enough to hold two seers of seed. Of seed. Why seed? Why seed? Because amen, the seed amen, is, is, is symbolic of the economy that God amen, was going to be restoring. But, but here, here, the second, here the second revelation. Yeah, the second part of the revelation, verse 33. He arranged the wood, not that, he arranged the wood, cut the bull into pieces, and laid it on the wood. Listen, he arranged the wood. He didn't just, he didn't just throw the wood. The, the, you see, there, 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 is, there, is, there, is, there is a system. All right? there's, if you will, there's a sense of technicality here. He arranged the wood. You see, you, you, you don't throw things to God. You don't just, you know, do it anyhow. You don't have this nonchalant attitude, which is what I see you know, with many people. They have this nonchalant, I can just do it the way I feel. No, no, no. There has to be arrangements. Arrangement speaks of order. 
And we've been talking about God bringing us back to what? To order. There has to be order. And that's why I said earlier in the morning, I said earlier in the morning, I'm going to repeat what I said earlier in the morning. All right. If you're not ready as a woman to submit to a man, do not marry the man. Or else your life is gonna be miserable. You are going to be, you are going to be, you are going to be jeopardizing, amen. Your 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 position, your call, your your advancement and the purposes of God for your life. Because all right, if you're ready to get married, then you must be ready, amen, to, to be to marry in the Lord. The, the, Paul talked about certain people who did not marry in the Lord. There are those who marry in the Lord. To marry in the Lord means to marry in accordance to the apostolic order, in accordance to the priestly order. You have to marry marry in accordance to God's divine order for your life and one of the order of God is that you've got to submit to the man all right submitting to the man does not mean submitting to you know the ego and the and the and the masculinity of the man no 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 is submitting to the spiritual authority to submitting to the priestly order of God amen for the man because it's from there amen that God does whatever he wants to do if God wants to bless a home hallelujah and the priesthood amen has been compromised Amen. The altar has been compromised. You are going to suffer. You'll be praying and your prayer will go nowhere. And you'll be asking, but what's going on? No, no, no. You didn't follow the order. You see, when they didn't follow the order in the bringing the ark, what happened? Somebody, somebody lost his life. You don't walk in blessing when you disobey the order, when you disobey the protocol, when you disobey amen, the values of God. Amen. I don't care what the, the new age and, the, and, 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 and modernism says about marriage. No, 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 no. We are not concerned about that. We are concerned about amen, the order of God. Meaning that a man that you're going to submit to must be a man that has submitted to God. Because that's how the things of God works. Amen. Authority amen, demands submission. Submission leads to authority. Hallelujah. He who cannot submit amen, cannot walk in authority. Authority is not about control. Authority hallelujah, is not about somebody ru ruling over you. No, no, no. Authority is not about somebody lording over you. Authority is about you being guided. Authority is about you following the divine order the divine protocol the divine pattern in the church there is order hallelujah they said amen anyone who wants to minister in the house of god must understand order if there's no order he who cannot rule his house should not be given a place of authority in the house of god disorderliness is not of god that's why when jesus died on the cross it brought every, every form of disorderliness to an end. It, it brought restoration. It brought, it brought reconciliation. Hallelujah. It brought realignment. He brought healing. He brought deliverance. Those are the things that connect to Christ. Where there is disease and there is disorderliness and there is quarrel and there is fighting. Amen. And there is subordination. It's not of God. It's Babylon. Is the world system. You can give it any name. You can call it Christ. You can call it Jesus. It's disorderliness. So it's important we understand what the spirit of. Bible says he arranged the wood. And cut the bulls into pieces. And laid it on the wood. Then he said to them. Fill four large jars with water. And pour it. Amen. On the offering and on the wood. Listen to this. The Bible says they, they, they did it. They did it again. He said to them, 
do it again. They did it until the third time. Are you seeing this? They did it until the third time. <laughs> Elijah was establishing a spiritual law. Amen. That even God cannot resist. Are you seeing all the pattern, all the, all the principle and the structures, amen, that Elijah is showing us here? I hope I'm, I'll be able to touch, you know, Zechariah today. If I, can't, if I can't touch Zechariah today, then tomorrow I'll touch Zechariah. Because Zechariah and, and, and the book of Ezra are going to show us something regarding the altar. Powerful principle, the Lord, amen, open my eyes to see. Because I'm sensing that, all right, I, 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 I might need to begin to round up because of my... Right, because of my uh, um, my battery. Uh huh. It's almost an hour now we've been declaring this thing. <laughs> so let's see how far we can go. Let's see if we can do another 15 minutes. Then I'll be done. All right. But we're, sh we're looking at something very powerful here. All right. The Bible says, amen. He told them after the, he had drenched, you know, they, they, they had filled the, you know, the drench with water. He said, do it again. Do it again. They did it three times. They were pouring water. I hope you did not forget that the 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 the, 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 the trench amen, that he dug he poured a seed he poured seed there he poured seed there I told you the seed amen represent the economy of the land all right seed rain amen a symbolic amen of what of economy yes God was going to restore amen his presence back to the land but guess what you cannot restore the economy of a nation outside the restoration amen of the altar of God because it was the compromise amen it was the compromise of the altar that causes God to shut the heavens so whenever a nation amen is facing drought is facing amen you know famine is is lacking and you're seeing all of the evil that is taking place and all of that you just need to look around somebody somewhere amen at violated but not any kind of person amen somebody amen in the position of authority in the position amen of spiritual government at, at violated because see god doesn't judge every you know god doesn't judge the nation just because somebody committed a crime somewhere or somebody's no 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 god judges the nation because those in authority hallelujah have committed crime those who represent the people, amen, have been compromised. That's why I told you that Jezebel cannot, amen, cannot desecrate. Jezebel cannot destroy the altar of God if those who are positioned at the altar, the priest positioned at the altar, those who represent, amen, the people before God, amen, and who represent God before the people have not been compromised, all right? Just like what the Bible says concerning the church of Titara. God said, church of Titara, all right, I have this against you. You have permitted, you have allowed, amen, you have indulged Jezebel, amen, into my house, and she now calls herself a what? A prophet, because the house represents the place, amen, of God's government. So when Jezebel finds a place, finds up, you know, our authority, amen, within the house of God, she compromises the entire speakings and the values of God for the nation. Are you seeing something? It's called, amen. It's called the ministry of representation. Amen. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was Noah. And the eight, Noah and his family, amen, that God, that God saved, amen, from the destruction of the land, amen. And it was them that God used to begin to populate the earth again. When God wants to do something, amen, in a city, he looks for those who represent the city. He looks for, amen, the governmental voice. When God wants to move in the land, he looks for, amen, those who, who function in the position, amen, of the priest. Priests represent the bunch, 
Amen. The Bible says every priest is taken from among the people. Hallelujah. It's not everybody that must come. Everybody, amen, does not have to be there. But as long as the head is a pick one, pick each person Pick each person, amen, from, as from the head of the home, all right? Pick each man, the people that were sent to represent, amen, you know, the, 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 the movement of God and the intentions of God regarding the land, amen, that was to be possessed, amen, where people were leaders from each tribe. And those are the people that came back and gave evil report, except for Joshua and Caleb. Are you getting the point that I'm making? So when God wants to move in your, in your life, in your family, he needs one who stands as a priest. So if that one is compromised, the entire is compromised. It's called the ministry of gatekeepers. The gatekeepers represent amen, the authority. Represent the gate. They are the doorway. If a thief, if a thief want to you know, steal from you, amen, they have to disarm amen, those who are at the gate. They have to disarm the authority. So when those in leadership are compromised, when, when, when Zuma compromised, when Zuma got compromised, the entire nation becomes compromised, you see, because he represents a political, amen, a, a position of authority. So when he got compromised, the land got compromised, amen. When those in, in Iraq, a position of authority, get compromised, the land get compromised. When those in leadership get compromised, in, 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 in the position of spiritual leadership, get compromised, they compromise the land. So what, what Jezebel does, Jezebel does not have to shut down, you know, you know, or kill everybody. You know, she just needs to look for those in authority. She just needs to look for those in authority, all right, and, and disarm them and armstrong them. <laughs> so, so the Bible says that all the prophets back in those days were eating from Jezebel's table. They were eating from Jezebel's table, except for Elijah and those who went into hiding. Are you getting the point that I'm making? So when we're talking about dealing with a nation, we're not just dealing with the, you know, with the 50 million or the 100 million. There are key people. There are key people that play a role on behalf of all. That's why it's important, amen, that those who represent us must have insight, must have a voice, must have wisdom, must have understanding. Because if they make bad judgment, it affects the bunch. It affects the whole. The 12 stones has to be restored. But beyond that, a seed that can hold two chassis, to, to, you know, to shash as, 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 a, as, a, as a trench was dug around the altar. As a, as a trench was dug around the altar, all right, the seed was there. The seed was to represent, amen, the restoration of the economy. But guess what? You think God was just, amen, making a point when Elijah said, go fetch water, amen, three times. And they keep pouring it, amen, upon, amen, the, 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 you, know, the, you know, the altar. They keep pouring it upon the altar. I mean, how do you, how do you want, you, you, you're looking for fire, but you're pouring water. How does fire and water go together? <laughs> how does fire and water goes together but you see the things of the spirit are foolish to the kind of mind god was bringing the people to a dimension that they will never be able amen to question amen and to challenge or amen the authority of god god through elijah was saying people i want you to see that this god that we're talking about is the only true god amen if you want fire, you've got to be creating heat. You've got to be looking for something, amen, that can create heat. But Elijah was looking for water. 
And that's why I said this morning, when you're feeling the, the pinch, all right, of this, of this, of this, you know, impact of the of the corona and everything is looking difficult, you've got to believe God, amen, for the, the grace to, to lead you to the ravens, to lead you to the brook, amen. And you've got to learn how to feed twice, all right? It, it's important because God is trying to make amen a point. God wants the people to see that truly you have done an evil thing by choosing Baal. But I want to show you today, all right, that Baal is no God. It is the God that answers by fire. Amen. Let him be God. I mean, this was an open thing. Let the God who answers by fire. If he's bad, serve him. If he's the true God, you've got to serve him. But Elijah said, I will even make it more difficult. Pour water on, on, the, on the altar. Of course, an altar that is properly built. An altar that is properly built does not mind water. Hallelujah, hallelujah. An altar that is effectively built, an altar that is built in accordance to divine pattern, amen, does not mind, amen, another, an, another, another gallons of water. Keep, keep pouring water, keep pouring. Like Jesus said, amen, keep filling the water pot, keep filling it, fill it to the brim. Because something was about to happen. They keep, they keep pouring water. When the time of the evening sacrifice come, at this time, listen to this, friends. Now, I don't want you to miss this. At this time, the water, the water, the soil, and the seed have married themselves. They've become one. You see, those are the three components you need if you're going to restore the economy of a nation. All prepared, amen, around the altar of God. It is the seed, it is the water, it is the ground. And it is the fire to prove that truly God have approved it. Are you seeing the power of the altar? All this, amen, are symbolic of a dimension of a life, of a concept of our existence in God. It's a dimension of our spiritual authority. But first of all, we have to learn to confront the Arabs of this world. Because listen to this, Elijah was not doing this thing, hiding somewhere. He was standing before the, before the false prophets of Baal. This was God. I mean, this was, this, was the, this was the most important aspect of the ministry of Elijah. Restoring the glory of God back to the land. Restoring hallelujah, the dignity of God. Back, restoring the altar of God back. Restoring amen, the, the influence, the, 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 the heart of the people back to God. Because at this point, nobody could deny. Let me read on. Let me finish reading. Lord, help me. Pray for me that this battery doesn't stop now. <laughs> the Bible says, amen, they did it again the third time. Listen, he ordered and said, he ordered, uh, excuse me, he, he, they, they did it the third time, he ordered, and they did it the third time. The water ran down, ar you know, around the altar. Listen to this. Feeling the, the what? The trench. What was in the trench? Yes, the seed. Feeling the drench, hallelujah. Feeling the drench. Remember, there was a seed in the drench. This was this was a spiritual technology. God, you're awesome. This is listen to this. There's something here that we need to pick. Hallelujah. He said, do it again, do it again. Until amen. There was a mixture. There was there was a there was a unity of the seed, hallelujah, of the ground, of the water on the on the altar, and then the approval of God was gonna 
will come. I'm talking about God is going to restore the economy after the altar has been restored. After the government of God has been restored back to the land. After the voice of God has been restored back to the land. After, amen, the influence of God has been restored back to the land. South Africa, yay, the voice of God. This is the pattern. This is the order. Listen to this verse 36. At the time of sacrifice, at the time of sacrifice, not outside the time of sacrifice, at the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed. All of this time he wasn't praying. He was, he was in acting. He was enacting a prophetic amen, order. He was doing something. He was carrying out amen, a prophetic amen, a activity. The Bible says at the time of sacrifice, prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Did you see the connection? <laughs> Did you see the connection? Did you see the connection? He brought back order, unity. The God of Abraham, Isaac. Amen. Listen to this. It's about covenant. Have you noticed that marriage is not about, about you know, transaction? Marriage is not about contract. Marriage is a covenant. The things of God, amen, are covenanted. The church is covenant. And when the church gets to marry, amen, to the spirit of God's prophetic intention for a nation, the church carries the key to define a change. At the time, at the time, at the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and I have done all these things at your command. Answer me, Lord, answer me. So these people may know that you are Lord, you are God, and that you are turning the heart, and excuse me, and that you're turning their heart back again. Then the fire from the Lord fell. This is where I feel like jumping up. <laughs> you talk about apostolic order. Oh, Jesus, help me. <laughs> oh, Lord, I love you. Shalababaya. Then the fire. Have you noticed? You, you, I mean, you can count the prayer this man prayed. You see, it's not in what you say. It is in the heart to which you said it. It is, you see, it is not, oh, halalabu. You can scream and be jumping like the prophets of Baal. That doesn't make your prayer, you know, answer. No, it is following the order. Did you see that before the prayer, amen, an order has been set. A pattern has been set. A protocol has been followed. That's what makes an effective prayer. Are you seeing that? The Bible says after, 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 at the evening sacrifice, when all of those things have been put in place, at the evening sacrifice, Elijah stepped forward and prayed, Lord, here is the prayer of Elijah, this, the simplest, the shortest prayer I've ever heard before in my life. Elijah's prayer was the simplest, the shortest, but that prayer, you don't want to mess with that prayer. That prayer, amen, is loaded. That is a prayer of authority. The Bible says the prayer of the righteous man is not the lengthy of your prayer that makes your prayer effective. Amen. It's how synchronized your prayer is to the divine order. Amen. To the divine injunction. It's how your prayer, hallelujah, is connected to the restoration of the altar. At the evening sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let it be known today that you are God in Israel. Let all, let all your servants, amen. 
let all the let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and I have done all these things in, in your command. At that, then in verse, in verse 30, 37, the Bible says, Answer me, Lord. Answer me. Answer me, Lord. Answer me. So these people, so these people will know that you are, that you are, that, that, that you are God, that you are Lord. Amen. That you are turning their heart back again. Then the fire fell. Simple. Then the fire fell. Amen. And burnt. Amen. And burnt up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, the soil. The soil. Excuse me. What was in the soil? The seed. <laughs> oh, Lord, you are worthy of praise. I said, what was in the soil? The seed. It consumed it all. And also licked up the water in the drench. Did, did they say anything again about the seed? No, it's been it's been accepted. The seed has been accepted. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 39. Come on, it's getting better. Then all the people saw this. They felt prostrated and cried. Lord, the Lord is God. The Lord is God. Then all the people saw it. They fell prostrated and cried, The Lord is God. The Lord is God. I told you, when you build right, when you build the altar right, and the priesthood is utterly restored. Authority is established. Now, hear the word of the Lord. Verse 40. Then Elijah commanded. Listen to this. Then Eli now you're seeing authority. Then Elijah commanded. Commanded them. Seize the prophets of Baal. Don't let anyone get away. They seized them and Elijah. Amen. Listen to this. They seized them and Elijah... And Elijah had them brought down, amen, to the to you know to, to the Kishon Valley, and they were slaughtered there. And Elijah said to you know King Ahab, Go eat and drink. For amen, there is a sound of heavy rain. Why why is there a sound of heavy rain? He's done the job on you know on, on the you know on the on the mountain. The altar has been restored. He said, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Alright. I mean, how how dare Elijah command the false prophets of Baal to be go to be to be go slaughtered? Because for the people, the people have seen that God has restored authority back to the priesthood. <laughs> God has restored amen, authority back to the church. That's why today's church amen, can, cannot speak. That's why they can shut the church. They can tell the church, you you have you have no ability or capacity. In fact, you cannot meet. Stay in your house. Why? Because there's no authority there's no power but when we begin to connect this point amen no government will be able i mean this is this is elijah now saying to the king to the authority say go home i hear the sound of abundance of rain so ahab went off to drink but elijah climbed to the top of mount camel bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees go and look towards the sea he told his servant, and he went up and looked, and there is and there is nothing there, he said. Seven times Elijah sent him, go back. 
This is after the all, you know, activity of the fire falling. You see, can you see the second order? We've seen the first order. This is the second pattern. But I'm going to stop here because I don't want, you know, this thing to stop now. This is interesting. This is interesting. All right. Then, I mean, he said, okay, king. I mean, the king has been deposed. The authority of God has been restored back. Elijah said, go kill this first prophet false prophet amen read the land of the false prophets of Baal. hallelujah you read the land of the false prophet you've destroyed the high places hallelujah then the word of the lord through the prophet he said to the king go home it's about to rain he went home elijah climbed up again <laughs> elijah didn't go home and start doing his own thing he climbed and engaged god again on the altar the same place earlier that he just called out fire the same place that the people amen proclaim and declare the lord is god the lord is god he climbed back to that place again seven times he sent his servant go something is about to happen seven times the bible says seven times he said to him go back verse 44 the seventh time the servant reported a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea is rising from among the people is shaya katali mama a small cloud is rising from the horizon but from among the people from the cloud but from the sea listen to this he said a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea is a cloud that is rising from the sea how does a cloud rise from the sea <laughs> Lord, you're messing me up here. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says, Amen. So Elijah said, Go tell Ahab, tell Ahab, each up, be in a hurry with your chariot. Amen. Go down before the rain, stop you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black, Amen, with clouds. The wind rose. And heavy rain started to fall. And Heab, hallelujah, rode off to Jezreel. He was speeding. This guy was speeding up to Jezreel. The power of the Lord came upon Elijah. And, 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 and he struck his cloth. He struck his cloth and his belt. And it outran Ahab. It He ran ahead of Ahab. And went to Jezreel. He went to Israel. What a day. When the spirit of the Lord comes upon you. When, you. when you connect to the activities of God. And the spirit of God finally falls upon you. You will do things that will dumbfound men. This is a man that said to his servant. Tell, tell, tell the king. The king was there with his chariot. Run. It's about to rain. <laughs> but the Bible says. While he was giving the prophecy. The spirit of the Lord came upon Elijah. Hallelujah. He turned off his robe. Hallelujah. And he began to run. He outran. Ahab, he got to Jezreel first before Ahab. Arrest my case, friends. There is power in the restoration of the order of God. There is power in the... If you are listening to me this evening, I want to challenge you to begin to realign your life back to the order of God, to the systems of God. Stop playing game with the things of God. Let the church stop playing games. God can move in spite or despite. God is no respecter of man. God wants to do something in our day, but it will take a people that can steer the spirit. 
Are you seeing how Elijah steered the spirit? Are you seeing how Elijah, amen, begin to align with divine things? When we understand the ways of God, God will move like never before. Father, I thank you. I bless your holy name for this, for this word, for this prophetic encounter, for this declaration, for this moment. Thank you, Father, for what your spirit, oh God, is doing. I just bless your name. I give you glory. May your people, oh God, begin to rise in the power of your spirit. May they enter, oh God, into the fullness of your desire. May they begin to hear the voice of abundance of rain as they align their heart, oh God, with that which your spirit, oh God, has begun to do. I thank you. I honor you, oh God. Praise be to the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Friends, thank you so much for joining me this evening. I want to thank God for what the Lord has done. I want to bless the Lord. May God continue to bless you. May God continue to guide your heart. May He continue to lead you. Thank you everyone tonight for joining me. I'm just going to close with this beautiful song. All right. This song has become like my, 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 my item, anthem. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Oh. Oh, he's here. He's changeless. Come on. You want to see his glory? you Lord baptize us with your love again Father pour out your spirit upon us oh hallelujah oh hallelujah thank you Jesus oh hallelujah glory to Jesus Come on, sing with me. Lord, we want to see your glory.
Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord is worthy of praise. Thank you so much, everyone, friends. Have yourself a wonderful night. Hopefully, I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Enjoy your day. Of course, if I don't see you tomorrow, it means that I'm still continuing, of course, in my writing. I'm still writing. I'm still in the mood of writing. There's still so much to write. There's still so much that we're penning down. But have yourself a wonderful evening. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye.